welcome to the narrowing path, walking the spiritual walk. My name is Steve Van Eyderstein. Thank you all for joining me again tonight as we do today's reading from James Allen's Daily Meditations. This will be fresh to you and fresh to me, meaning you'll get my genuine response, reactions, observations, and what I relate to about the reading, as this will be the first time that I hear it or read it right here on this podcast with y'all. And this is going to be for December 30th, the second to last reading for the year. We are episode 365 because I did uh, February 29th reading as well. And I I can't believe it's uh, it's kind of amazing to me that uh, we've already gone through a year of this. It's pretty cool. So I'm excited to see. I'm just excited. It's been a heck of a journey. I've enjoyed it thoroughly. I hope everyone has. And I'm looking forward to yeah, just seeing what happens. So thank you all for this magnificent year. I hope everyone's getting some good plans for the new year tomorrow night into Monday. And let's see what the last, second to last meditation is that Lily Allen set up for us from James Allen's readings. So here we go. This is December 30th from James Allen's Daily Meditations. Inside the gateway of unselfishness lies the Elysium of abiding joy. Knowing this, that selfishness leads to misery and unselfishness to joy, not merely for oneself, for if this were all, how unworthy would be our endeavors but for the whole world, and because all of whom we live and come in contact with will be the happier and the truer for unselfishness. Because humanity is one, and the joy of one is the joy of all. Knowing this, let us scatter flowers and not thorns in the common ways of life. Yeah, even in the highway of our enemies, let us scatter the blossoms of unselfish love, so shall the pressure of their footprints fill the air with the perfume of holiness and gladden the world with the aroma of joy. Seek the highest good, and you will taste the deepest, sweetest joy. The energy in that reading really is striking me at this moment. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of kind of overwhelming. Just the entire magnitude of this one. That uh, unreserved love. That way of living for all, to all. In any way, capacity. It means so much. It really does. Yeah, let's just uh, get to it. Inside the gateway of unselfishness lies the Elysium of abiding joy. Now, I'm going to look up Elysium because... I don't know it officially, but I do believe it means paradise. But let's take a look here. Meaning, the 
place or condition of ideal happiness. Okay, um, so not quite paradise as a, as a uh, definition, but perfect happiness, ideal happiness. So, uh, an abiding joy, a place of abiding joy. Okay. And that's only through the gateway of un unselfishness. Too. That's the only, that's the only route to it. And that, that I think sometimes is lost. That I think sometimes is forgotten. A lot of people... Try to go through other selfish means, right? A lot of people try to manufacture joy. Joy isn't something really that can be manufactured. At least that's been my experience. You can set the conditions right for it. But if that's your end, that's your self-serving end, you'll never get there. Really, you won't. Only through the gateway of unselfishness. Abiding joy. That's the only place I've found it, I guess, too. That's why I believe this. Knowing this, that on that excuse me, knowing this, that selfishness leads to misery and unselfishness to joy, not merely for oneself alone. For if it were for if this were all, I'm trying to work out the sentence structure. For if this were all, how unworthy would be our endeavor? Okay. So this is this kind of ran into two things. So he's stating some facts here, right? He's stating some accepted truths, or at least accepted truths, truths in my book, that unselfishness leads to misery. Check. That is uh, proven true. My experience shows it. And unselfishness to joy. Check. That's the only way I can find joy in my life. That's the only way joy's entered into my life is through doing the right thing for the right reason, which is unselfishness. Others-centered, God-centered, whatever you'd like to call it. And this doesn't just touch us, right? Selfishness leads to misery, misery for ourselves and pain for those around us that love us and care about us, and then unselfishness to joy, joy for ourselves, and joy, but more so joy we can spread, right? Because if it was solely, and I kind of talked about this early um, at the beginning here, if, if unselfishness was solely for our own personal joy, selfish would that be right it, it would just solely be in our own interest to do it that way and i do believe there's a higher level to that i do believe there's a there's the ability to do things for the right reason without your own selfish motives involved a lot of people will say that's not possible but i do believe it's possible i do believe you can get to a place and i believe i've done it on occasion here and there and through 
intentionally trying to practice this. You can get to a spot where you just do the right thing for the right reason. That's it. So, let's finish this out. I just wanted to stop there. So, I'm going to skip. I'm going to kind of put it all together. Knowing this, that selfishness leads to misery and unselfishness to joy. Not just for merely oneself alone, but for the whole world. And because all with whom we live and come in contact with will be the happier and the truer for unselfishness. Right? Every person we interact with, every person we come in contact with, every person we do the right thing for the right reason at the right time for, gets a taste of that joy, gets a, an experience of unselfishness. We spread that. Right? By our actions and our conduct. And when I say we spread it, and we're not preaching about this. You know, in the 12-step rooms, they say attraction rather than promotion. Your nature, your character, your behavior will speak volumes rather than what you tell people to do. It's in our living that people have an experience, not in our words. So if you can begin to live unselfishly, you can sh share and spread joy throughout your entire experiences throughout your days, your world, everything. All with whom we live and come in contact with. That's a lot of people in a day, or at least it can be. We'll be happier and the truer for unselfishness. What a blessing, what a gift. Of them. Because humanity is one, and the joy of one is the joy of all. That's a big statement there. Now, I guess it, I, to me it is. Anyway. I believe that. I truly believe that. That the joy of one is the joy of all. Joy should be celebrated. I feel, um, it's been my experience that one person's joy people try to take for themselves or absorb into themselves or try to dismantle it. Joy is so delicate to share sometimes. You know, uh, in the world today, I do, I've said it many times, I think joy is the most intimate thing to share. At least for many. It was for me. Because I was so scared to actually tell anyone about it because I thought they'd try to take it away from me. But I found people that I can share that joy with. I found people that I can genuinely share in my celebration with. And what a incredible experience that is. It's so healing. We think our deepest, darkest secrets and pain are the hardest things to share. They're not. At least that's not been my experience. 
share your joy. Find those to share your joy with. And see how your life grows. Knowing this, let us scatter flowers and not thorns in the common ways of life. Let's be a blessing. Let bring the joy, bring the service, bring the love with you everywhere you go, right? Be that positive impact. Be that person. Be that love. You don't understand the power that you can have and the influence you can have to lift somebody. Yet, even on the highway of our enemies, let us scatter blossoms of unselfish love. So even those we don't get along with, right? Like if this is for every person in our life, not just those that we like or we call friend, but for those we might call enemies or those that more so that would call us enemy. Scatter blossoms of unselfish love at their feet. So shall the pressure of their footprints fill the air with perfume, of, with the perfume of holiness and gladden the world with the aroma of joy. Love everybody. Love in every act, every word, every thought. Bring that service mindset to everyone you come in contact with. And all your interactions will be draped and covered in this experience of love and affection and joy and happiness. Even when it's a hard thing, even when it's negative or painful, you'll be so surprised what you can find. You can be so surprised what something like that brings. It's kind of amazing. We have, ama we have amazing opportunities every day to bring unselfishness into this world, to be other-centered, to help, to love, forgive, encourage. We just have to be open to it. Seek the highest good, and you will taste the deepest, sweetest joy. What a beautiful promise that is. Seek the highest good. Aim at the highest ideal you can. Bring the most good into this world that you would find possible. Shoot for that. Aim for that. And see what joy comes into your life as a result of doing the right thing. It'll show up when you least expect it. It'll be there in abundance and you wouldn't even know where it came from. That is a beautiful part of it. That is the incredible thing about this. Living right, living by principle and virtue can bring about so much positivity into your life. And you don't even have to try. Like the greatness, the goodness and the 
positive things you get to experience are side effects of living well, of living right. Living righteously is maybe the best way to say it. Christ-like living, some would say. Such a beautiful thing. But all right. That is where we're going to end it for the second to last James Allen Daily Meditation. And I'm very... It's kind of a... It's an interesting feeling. I've been doing this every day for an entire year. You know, that's uh, that whole thing about developing a habit, I guess, right? It's quite powerful. Um, to be fair, you guys might be hearing me every day still for at least the month of January. I'm not sure yet quite how that might look, but that's where we might be going. So either way, though. Great stuff. So. All right. Well, I will be back again tomorrow, my friends. We will be able to hear what the last episode of this year will be. I mean, I'll be looking forward to it. I hope you all will be too. So thank you all so much for uh, joining me on this journey. So until next time, thanks. Mm-hmm.